All right, News Roundup, Information Overload, Hour 800-941-SEAN, if uh, you want to be a part of the program. Anyway, so um, Senator Roger Marshall, Kansas, is asking Fauci about disclosing his investments. And anyway, Fauci's caught on a, a hot mic after the questioning goes on and and refers to the senator from Kansas as a moron. Uh, well, I'll let you hear it. My financial disclosures are public knowledge and have been so. You are getting amazingly wrong information. So uh, Uh, I I cannot find them. Our office cannot find them. Where would they be if they're public knowledge? Where? It is totally accessible to you if you want it. For the public. Is it accessible to the the public? public. To the public. Great. We look forward to reviewing it. You are totally incorrect. Well, we look forward to reviewing it. Senator Marshall, Dr. Fauci has answered you. It is public information, and he's happy to give it to you if you would ask. Senator Moran. What a moron. What a, what a moron, he says. For God's sakes, that's what he said there. Anyway, uh, Senator Marshall joins us now. Um, I don't think I would really care being called any name by Dr. Fauci. What was your reaction to it? Well, well, Sean, we're over the target, right? Based upon his reaction, he's visibly shaking. Why is he so defensive? He said a lie. That was his third lie in the same hearing. He said that his financial records were publicly available. We proved that day. We proved this weekend he was wrong. But he gave us those. And what your listeners need to know is, A, he's the highest paid uh, federal employee in the land making $434,000 a year. But during how much, COVID... How much does the president make? Yeah, it's 400000 I believe. Right. So we're paying Fauci more than that. Uh, next, during 2020, why, why a barber or a bartender couldn't make any money, Dr. Fauci made almost $2 million. Uh, that should just make your head explode to, to realize that was going on. Uh, so, so we've exposed those finances. Your listeners could go to marshall.senate.gov and, and see the whole report themselves. Where did he invest his money? Um, are there investments that he had with China? Yeah, absolutely, Sean. One of his biggest investments, one of his mutual funds, uh, is an investment with China in Hong Kong. Okay, so th- that would be something I think that the public would need to know, and you would think that he would either have put it in a in a blind trust like other people do, especially knowing what's going on. But he's been exposed to lie a lot, hasn't he? Because I've read his emails, and his emails show a, a panicked Dr. Fauci with other NIH officials over the early understanding that this, this virus might have come from American taxpayer dollars, uh, the NIH funding the Eco Alliance, that all turned out to be true. Now, he's had run-ins with you and run-ins with Dr. Rand Paul and, and Senator Rand Paul over this particular issue. But the NIH, we now know from their own materials, funded the Wuhan Virology Lab, where they knew coronavirus uh, uh, science was, was taking place, and they knew gain-of-function research was taking place. So why did right. he deny it every time when he was asked about it? Yeah, that, that's a great question, but he's consistently denied any type of funding for viral gain-of-function research but it, forever. But you go way back to 2015 and 16, he's funding a laboratory in North Carolina that's working with Dr. Xi from China. We taught her how to do this. We taught her how to put a protein spike on an already lethal virus, the, the COVID type 1 virus. So we taught her how to do that. 
And then he continues to fund the Wuhan lab in 2017 and 2018 via EcoHealth. And that's where we think that she puts a furin cleavage site on that virus uh, so that it could dump its machinery, its DNA machinery, into the human lung cell. So they made this virus that prefers humans over bats. Uh, it sticks to human lung cells like glue and has a perfect cleavage spot to separate those uh, the S1 and S2 units so it can become even more lethal, Sean. So he's uh, consistently showed it. Uh, if I could add one more piece of the puzzle that we un- uncovered, and I will give Project Veritas all the credit for helping us with this. But there was one particular research project in 2018 that EcoHealth asked the Department of Defense to fund, and they turned it down because it was viral gain of function. But Project Veritas found out that Fauci later, for all practical purposes, funded the exact same thing. But here's the thing that just makes my head explode when we expose the deep state. This application and the turndown of that project in the Defense Department of Defense was made a non-classified paper but they placed it in a secure uh, a secure annex so no one could find it. So they were trying to bury that. Why would you want to bury the fact that the Department of Defense turned down a research project? Because you don't want people to know. It's pretty obvious. So we have Fauci's own emails. We have the NIH pretty much confirming everything that we knew. This was in October, I believe, of last year, uh, that, in fact, they knew they were funding gain-of-function and with coronaviruses at the Wuhan Virology Lab. Uh, Then we've got the intercepts, what, 900 pages of documents. Then you mentioned Project Veritas. You got all of that information together. And then that raises the question, how many times has Dr. Fauci lied before uh, uh, Congress, either the House or the Senate? And uh, my understanding is is that uh, comes with that. If proven guilty, it's a five-year potential jail penalty. Is that true? Well, Sean, I don't know the, the, the exact penalty, uh, but what I do know is until Republicans have the gavel in our hands, when we had the majority, we're not going to get Dr. Fauci up there in front of us, but for very limited time. Uh, so time is running out. I think that uh, we are every day finding out a landslide of information. We're revealing that Dr. Fauci was the cash cow for viral gain-of-function research. We found out that he's the head cheerleader of it for decades. I think the House of Cards is starting to fall in on him. Do you have any doubt that American taxpayer dollars funded, in part, the Wuhan Virology Lab's gain-of-function for coronaviruses that led to COVID-19? No doubt in my mind. Again, I go back to the development of this furon cleavage spot uh, within the COVID-19 virus. That that, that does not occur, does not occur in human nature uh, or in nature, and that human lung cells have this uh, ability to split that furon cleavage spot. Otherwise, the the virus doesn't work. So the science is there. The email trail is there. The money trail is there. And I'm hoping by the end of this week or next week, we'll have some more uh, big news on putting all these pieces together, Sean. There's lots of pieces like you're describing that are out there. And it's just a challenge with our limited staff for me to put the pieces together. But I think there's a preponderance of evidence that would say that this virus was made in a laboratory in Wuhan, partially funded by United States taxpayer dollars. In 2012, and this is this flabbergasts me. Dr. Fauci's quoted as saying he would support gain-of-function research even if it resulted in a worldwide pandemic. Now, 
Why would any scientists ever support that unscientific position? You know, Sean, I've seen the same quote, and that's what I'm saying. He was like Dr. Frankenstein uh, inventing this. He was drunk with power. He was drunk with this science. And i got to tell you, it is amazing science as a physician myself. This is really mesmerizing. You know, it's like Teenage Mutant Turtles, and, and then you have a Dr. Fauci with unlimited dollars to, to fund the darn stuff. This would be comparable, though, to using United States taxpayer dollars with the Department of Defense doing nuclear research with Iran. It's just not the fact that they're doing nuclear research or viral gain of function research. They're doing it with our enemy, and now they've unleashed it uh, you know, across the world. So, my gosh, what, why, why can't we bring this man to justice? I'm just, I get more worked up every time I think about it. Yeah, well, I hope you stay on it, uh, Senator. We appreciate it, and uh, I wouldn't take too much offense to anything Dr. Fauci says. And hopefully, if Republicans take back the House, the Senate, there'll be real hearings on on Dr. Fauci. I know that uh, Jim Jordan uh, has vowed to investigate Fauci, Fauci's role in funding the Wuhan Virology Lab, as we should. And I also believe that China needs to be held financially responsible to the entire world. And if they're not willing to to pay restitution... Um, then I think the world should unite and and pretty much not do any business with them that, because their entire economy is built on exports. Uh, we appreciate what you're doing. Uh, let not your heart be troubled about Dr. Fauci. I think he's going to regret picking this fight with you and picking this fight with Rand Paul and, and others, so we'll see. Thanks, Sean. We're laser-locked in. Thank you for helping us exposing us. It's journalists like, journalists like you and Project Veritas that help us keep telling this story so we don't let us forget. We need to get to the truth. Thanks so much. Senator, thank you. 800-941-SEAN. You want to be a part of the program. Listen, um, what if you could lower your monthly mortgage rate significantly? What if you could lower it without adding any years to your loan? There's all sorts of options when you talk to our friends at AmericanFinancing.net. Now, for most people right now, we have historically low rates. We're told we're going to have three to four rate increases, interest rate increases this year. And that means you're going to be paying a lot more for your loan. So if you haven't refinanced, the time to do it would be now. It could save you hundreds, if not thousands of dollars every month uh, and tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars uh, over the course of your loan. This is real money. And our friends at American Financing will give you a zero obligation, none whatsoever, free mortgage review, and they'll give you the exact numbers of how much money they can save you. It's worth the five minutes to make the call. Anyway, their mortgage experts are standing by. Give them a call now before interest rates go up, 866-615-9200, 866-615-9200, on the web. It's AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, org. to silence Hannity. Don't let it happen. Make the commitment now. Three hours every day at 3 p.m. This is the Sean Hannity Show. Let's 
get to our busy telephones. Uh, Sean is in Florida. Sean, you're on the Sean Hannity Show. What's going on, sir? You're smart. I'm an idiot. You're the smart Sean. What's going on? <laughs> I'm doing well. Not a whole lot. Just talking about this mask mandate that we've got going in place. Um, yeah, but you don't you don't have God. it down in Florida, really, do you? No, we don't. I was just getting ready to praise Ron DeSantis to just holding strong and doing what he's doing because I was going to pull my daughter out of school. And then we first had the mask mandate um, and where they had to wear it to school every day. You know, I get home, pick my daughter up, and I'm feeling her mask. And it's just it, that can't be healthy five days a week, six hours a day. And how long are they going to be doing this? And what's going to be the chronic effect down the road? Nobody's is anybody doing, uh, you know, any studies on these kids with developing lungs now having to breathe through a mask or breathe through a cloth, and they want to go to N95. Does that mean we're all going to have to shave? Well, if, 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 for example, if fully vaccinated people and vaccinated with boosted people and people with natural immunity, if they're now capable of passing on the virus, what's the point now? Especially for young people who themselves, statistically, uh, one thing has remained constant. They're not at risk of hospitalization and death. It's the numbers are, are comparable to the average rates of the flu or influenza every year. Exactly. And I, I did hazmat for a long time. And the minute they started putting the cloth mask on and this paper mask, I'm going, if I wore that to a chemical spill, if I didn't wore the right cartridge for drumming off this chemical or going to a chlorine and I didn't wear the right thing, it didn't work. Right. I'd be exposed. So if we're having these masks and everybody's having to wear them, it just doesn't make any sense. It's not even, it's idiotic. I just, I can't, I can't even, there's so many things I can't grasp, but that, this is probably the biggest one of them all is this mask stuff. I just, I just can't It's, it's it. a, it's a big deal. You know, it's, it's hit every age group differently. For example, in 2020, my daughter's a senior in high school, you know, her senior year is for all intent and purposes. Uh, that didn't end the way that most kids would want to end their senior year with, you know, fun and parties and all that sort of thing. And the first year of college was nothing but, especially being an athlete, having swabs shoved up her nose and blood taken every other day. I mean, it was it just was awful. And then being confined to live only with the people that are on your team. Not that that's a bad thing. It just is what the reality became. Been very hard on many people in different age groups. I know older people that have been shut in for the better part of two years and then not leaving their house because they don't want to get this thing it's so disruptive um i i it's it's just hard and but young kids in particular if they're not vulnerable and breakthrough cases are all over the place there's no reason to drag them into this i know i know for example there's a school in new york where one vaccinated kid in a in a classroom i forget what grade it was vaccinated kid contracts COVID, and then the kids that aren't vaccinated are told to stay home, and then the other vaccinated kids get to go to school in-person learning. I guess this goes on for five days with the new CDC ever-changing guidelines. And it just, I'm like, well, the person that got it was vaccinated. You might. Where's the science behind a lot of this? They always say, "Oh, follow the science." They only follow science when it's convenient science. They don't follow real science, and it's it's beyond no, they, frustrating. They and they've made so it many is. proclamations that turn out to be false. Go ahead. I was just going to say one thing. You know, with when I did hazmat and had to go on calls, we had to do pulmonary function tests every year to test our lungs to make sure doing the SCBAs or wearing the respirators wasn't doing any effects to our lungs. 
And they were doing this as an adult. So is any studies going to be done in reference to our kids' lungs having to breathe through these things? And if we continue to do so, is there going to be a chronic effect? Yeah, you know, because I don't know what the lo- something in pulmonary Well, add, add to that, what is the psychological component? What impact psychologically does this is is this going to have on kids? Um, that's yet to be determined, or even you know middle aged or older adults that, that you know their entire lives have been upended, and and the the data and the recommendations and the predictions and the uh, you know modeling and and everything changes you know almost hourly. And and I don't trust anybody at this point. I don't trust Fauci. I don't trust Biden. I don't trust Walensky. I don't trust the NIH. I don't trust the CDC. I trust my doctors the most. And and they're honest enough to say we just don't know yet. My doctors are very blunt with me. They tell me what they know and what they don't know. The one thing they have been telling me that I do pass on, and, and I tell people to check with their own doctor, is if you get it, Breakthrough case, unvaccinated, doesn't matter. As soon as you can, ask your doctor about monoclonal antibodies. Okay? Appreciate it. Good call. All right, quick break. We'll come back straight to the phones. 800-941-SEAN as we continue. All right, 25 now to the top of the hour. To our busy phones, we go. Well, Dow Jones has been uh, going a little crazy today. We expect now three to four interest rate hikes. Uh, you know, that's why I'm telling everybody, if you got going to refinance your home at these historically low rates, you want to get in touch with our friends at AmericanFinancing.net. Uh, but the rate hike, it's also impacting crypto. It's, in, it's impacting every aspect of our economy. The sad part is there isn't an easier, better way to fix the inflation problem. Now at a 40-year high under Biden, the one driving force of inflation is energy. And this is where Joe Biden has failed on a spectacular level. Also, his economic policies and his push for for new Green Deal socialism. But you raise prices artificially. Joe Biden has artificially reduced the world's supply of energy. Energy is the lifeblood of the world's economy. And he's reduced our output by 40%. That is a dramatic amount. And even last week, he was putting new restrictions on exploration, drilling, even in Alaska, separate and apart from Anwar. We know what he did with the Keystone XL pipeline. You know, he's out there demonizing energy companies. And meanwhile, they're the ones that were giving us $2 a gallon gasoline. A barrel of oil, as of early today, was around 85 bucks a barrel. We have estimates it may climb as high as 125 bucks a barrel. And OPEC and Russia keep rejecting Biden's request to increase production. So now that means, all right, that means we're paying because of artificially reduced supplies. Remain The demand remains constant. Everybody needs it. There's no wind alternative that they keep dreaming about and telling us about. Now we're, we're in a position we pay more for every single item we buy, more to fill up our cars with gas, more to fill up our 18-wheelers with diesel. Every product we buy in every store then has to raise their prices, and that inflates the price of everything. The estimated cost Penn Wharton came out with about $5,000 per household. That's That's the Biden inflation tax we're paying. You know, add to that the supply chain crisis that he's caused and everything else in between. All of this preventable. Every single thing that Joe Biden has done wrong, he could fix. He could operation warp speed antivirals, monoclonal antibodies and tests. He could do that. but He's not going to. 
He could go back to remain in Mexico. I know a court is forcing him, but he'll find a way around it because he's been aiding and abetting law-breaking and giving special preference to people that don't respect our laws, borders, sovereignty, because they don't have to get a COVID test. They're not getting a vaccine mandate, and they're getting free transportation to the state of their choice. I love what the legislature in Pennsylvania and, and Ron DeSantis is doing down in Florida. They're saying, okay, we'll send everybody to Delaware. We'll send them to Joe's state, or we'll send them to Washington, D.C., but illegal immigrants are not going to be allowed to stay in our states. And they're going about it legislatively to do it the right way. And I'm sure there'll be another court fight regarding this issue. But if Joe Biden wants to aid and abet the law breaking, let the people in his state of Delaware pay for it. Um, but I guess at the end of the day, and Gavin Newsom is welcoming illegal immigrants. It's a sanctuary state already with many sanctuary cities on top of it. And now a promise of free health care for every illegal immigrant in the state of California. And now they're talking about universal health care in California, which would double. They're the second highest tax state in the country, and it would double their current tax if if it can't get bad enough. It's just these are unbelievable times. Common sense is not so common, especially among liberal radical socialists. Mike in California, I don't know what the hell you're doing out there, Mike. How are you? Glad you called, sir. Hey, Sean. It's great to talk to you. Um, I am a native Californian. Um, I served 20 years in the Marine Corps. And by the And by the end of this year, I will be an ex-Californian like just about everybody else I know. Things have gotten so bad here, it's not even funny. I live By the way, New York has now beaten you. They're paying. We're paying higher taxes than even you are paying. But uh, good well, for you. We, good for you. Yeah, we have a sunshine tax. So therefore, what they're going to do is um, the, our Sandag, which is San Diego government. Uh, they want to go and charge an extra two dollars a mile, or excuse me, two cents a mile for every mile that you drive down here. Uh, Governor Nuisance wants to go and add another four cents on top of that. How they're going to enforce it, we don't know, but this is their plan to try to get everybody out of their vehicles. Um, I drive a... By the way, Joe Grand- Biden was was supporting such a tax nationally. You know that, right? I've heard that, and let's just pray it doesn't happen. I drive a Ram 3500. It has a 27... By the way, that tank. is a very cool truck. I love it. I, by the way, I love all pickup trucks. I'm a pickup truck guy. Well, I drive this in a route from my house to work and I use it here at work where there are no quote unquote public transportations. Um, I'm here at four thirty, five o'clock in the morning. The buses aren't running yet. So how am I supposed to be in public transportation for my job trying to explain to my okay. boss, Oh, I'm sorry. I can't make this meeting because their bus isn't running. It's just gotten out of hand. I mean, you just, you just hit every single issue on the head um, with them wanting to do the, uh, health care for everybody, the universal health care, double and triple or do whatever they can to steal every bit of money they can. We have the highest gas prices in, in the nation. They added this one tax that they, we tried to repeal it, but unfortunately you've got a senator who used to be our attorney general who convoluted the wording on the um, the proposition so that they could keep the tax. Governor Nuisance had the opportunity to say, hey, I understand things are getting really bad. I can go ahead and roll this back and give you a reprieve, but he refused. It's just gotten out of hand. I cannot wait to leave. There was even a Washington Post article that points out that African-Americans are fleeing Democratic-controlled states like New York, 
and California. Now, we're seeing a shift, I believe, and and I believe it'll manifest itself sooner than later in, in elections. Chicago, for example, and their suburbs have lost a significant amount of minority population. It's decreased by 130,000. In Michigan, both Detroit and Flint metropolitan areas, the African-American population in absolute terms in Metro, you know, they've now they're losing what a hundred and ten African Americans since two thousand. California Metro Los Angeles has lost a hundred and sixty thousand African Americans. San Francisco's lost a similar amount, and people are leaving. And I'm, I'm sure you've heard what's going on with U-Haul. You know, it's impossible to get a one-way U-Haul out of your state of California to Texas because mm-hmm. they don't have them. Which is why right. you you know if you pay three thousand dollars from California to Texas. They'll give it to you for like 150, 200 bucks now because you're doing U-Haul a favor to bring it back if you go to one from Texas to California. The big thing now is I have a fifth wheel that I will be pulling out of here with uh, some of my stuff in it. And there's going to be a big sign on the back of it as I'm leaving saying goodbye, California. Yes, it was something that you taxed. Yeah. Al Gore actually came out and said, Americans need to stop treating this guy as an open sewer. This is the same guy that I caught on video my cameras for my tv show getting off a Gulfstream private jet that that seats 14 minimum and it was only him and his his wife at the time tipper gore that were on the plane and then jumping into a gas guzzling suv and and we're getting lectured by him about global warming the environment the guy's lost his mind oh, what do we stop treating the skies and open sewer what, what does that mean now, we're not going to fly anymore. Only he could fly. John Kerry, only he can fly. Where's the work I'm doing is very important for the climate. You know, this is what I don't understand about Joe Biden. We can be energy independent. We have no problem being energy independent. We have the means. Donald Trump got us there. We were a net exporter of energy. For Joe Biden to beg OPEC and the Middle Eastern countries, many of which hate us, or Russia, of all places, force our allies to rely on Russia for energy. Meanwhile, if if what what difference does it make to to Mother Earth if the oil is drilled in the Middle East or Russia or the United States? Doesn't make any difference. So why don't we if that's the case, why don't we manufacture our own and not be dependent on anybody? But of course, that's following the science and following science doesn't really work unless it's convenient for your political narrative. Anyway, forgetting is that they have their own itinerary and what they're actually doing is killing the middle class. Yeah, they really are. Appreciate the call, man. Good luck uh, in your new home. Uh, Do you know what state you're going to? You're going to Texas? Uh, I'm either going to Texas or Arizona. I haven't decided yet. Best of luck. Uh, And you know what? It's a great look at it as a great life adventure. That's how I see it. Uh, all right, let's say hi to Levco, also in California. I have no idea why you're out there, Levco, but I'm in New York. Who the hell am I to judge, right? <laughs> That's right. Well, what I was calling about is everybody's saying that. And I'm just sitting here saying the Republicans have had all the power, and they just blew it last time. What, what guarantee that they're going to do anything this time? Well, I mean, I mean they're, they're always I, they're always scared of their shadow. I know a little bit anything. more about this than other people do, and I just don't want to reveal it yet. So, and I'm not keeping anything from you, my audience. I'm 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 fine tuning 
the the level of knowledge that I have about it, so I can give you the the specifics and the details. But it seems very comprehensive, and it's going to hold these guys accountable. And that's what I'm looking for. Because you're right, Republicans, you know, they, they they can be swamp creatures too. There's plenty of them, and they can be weak and spineless and visionless, and they they buckle just like a lot of Democrats do. So. You know, the one thing Donald Trump gave the Republican Party was a spine. It, he fought like hell. And you would think that some other politicians might learn the lesson because a lot of them can't get 100 people to go to their town halls because they're not that interesting and they're not fighting for their constituents. You know, it's sort of like if you build it, they will come. If you make promises to be a public servant and you follow through on your promises, you're going to get rewarded for it. It's good politics. But if you're weak and you're timid and you go along with leadership and you buckle and you cave, then nobody respects you. People respect uh, the, the, the elected officials keeping their word. And there's some that do, and they're rewarded for it. But there are some that don't, and they deserve to be criticized, whether you're a Republican or a Democrat. Uh, thank you for the call. Josh, Nebraska. What's up, Josh? How are you? Good. Good to talk to you, Sean. How's your buddy Ben Sass, the jackass, doing? Oh, I never voted for that guy, and I never will. Man, I, I, he, he, I have to plead guilty. He had all of us on this program fooled. He had everybody fooled. And then I told you the story about when he confronted me once, right? Huh. So when Trump was running in 2016 against Hillary... Anyway, I think I was at C where were we at? CPAC, Linda? You were there. Yeah, I'm sure we were. All right, so Glenn Beck invited me as a guest on a show, and he was doing it, you know, in, in an open space where anybody that wanted could watch. And I go over, and I'm just sitting there waiting to do an interview, and this guy comes up to me and, you know, gets in my grill a little bit. At this point, I'm like four years into my mixed martial arts, and and he, he gets in my grill, and I'm laughing because I know I can kick his ass. If I have to. Um, anyway, he just says, you're lying to the people about me. I said, who are you? I had no idea who the guy was. I didn't know him. I didn't recognize him. And it's been, are you, you're saying I'm voting for Hillary. I said, no, you're half a vote for Hillary. If you don't vote for Trump, which is yep. what he said he would do. So anyway, I only have about a minute. You go, you get the final minute. Uh, I just got to give a little bit of a shout out to Linda. I think she's great. You remember that Saturday Night Live skit where Christopher Walken's like, I got to have more cowbell. I don't remember it, no. You don't remember that skit? It's amazing. No. We the listeners have got to have more Linda. Um, oh, good, good. We stopped. Aww, Why that's are you very sucking sweet. up to her? I, I you're wasting I, your time. You have less than a minute. Go. I, I that's not a waste of time. It's a very good use of time. Her, I call her, first of all, Linda, because her name's Linda, and she says, first of all. And I've heard her get to second of all, but have you ever let her get to third of all? Uh, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> probably not. No, I never will either. Before I die, first I want to hear Linda say, third of all, boss. She, she never stops. When she gets to the mic, she goes as long as she wants to go. I'm respectful. She's I am. Respectful. Most I'm respectful. Respectful. Most of the time. By the way, you should hear her off mic. She's a very different Linda. Trust me. Now, you know what? You just gave up all your time. Sorry. You're out of time. Great uh, use of time. Kissing your ass is a great use of time. Oh, of course. You love it. I mean, Something it happens like once a week. I got to take what I can get.
right, Hannity tonight, 9 Eastern on the Fox News Channel. What, we're expecting another 300,000 people dead by spring? As high as that? We'll check in with Dr. Oz on the medical side of all of that. Also, the new attorney general of Virginia speaks out about his investigation into Loudoun County and that sex abuse case at a school. Leo Terrell, Laura Trump, and Larry Elder. 9 Eastern, set your DVR, Hannity, Fox News. We'll see you tonight, back here tomorrow. We know you make this show possible, and we never thank you enough.